Hi, and welcome to South Forker Stories, our weekly podcast where we read you a daytime story, or a bedtime story, or commuting or dog walking story. Whenever it is you like to listen to your favorite podcasts, South Forker Stories will bring you some of our favorite tales of the fascinating people and places of the Hamptons every week. My name is Amy Zavato, and I'm the content director for South Forker. And I hope you enjoy listening to these stories as much as I love bringing them to you. Today's story, written by Lee Meyer, takes us to Sag Harbor's The Church. Not your typical house of worship, but instead a place where art and community come together. Take a listen. The signs are subtle. As you walk down Sag Harbor's main street, where the road forks to the left and becomes Madison Street, you see it. A stately white sanctuary, broad and tall. It's not unlike many a house of worship in many a small northeastern coastal village. As you draw closer, though, you start to notice that this one looks a little different. First, Instead of a shrine to the Virgin Mary or other saints central to Christianity, there's a swirling white sculpture to the right of the front entrance entitled Twister Grand by the artist Alice Aycock. An eye-catching spin of powder-coated aluminum and stainless steel that seems to defy gravity. And then there are the long, tall, 48-pane windows, each with an original painting of an artist connected in some way to Sag Harbor, all gazing down upon you as you approach this house of artistic worship. This is April Gornick and Eric Fischel's vision and gift to Sag Harbor. This is the church. A lifelong artist and social justice advocate, Gornick has had a hand in many of Sag Harbor's arts organizations. As a former board member of Save Sag Harbor and presently a board member of the Sag Harbor Partnership, volunteer groups that work to preserve the town's character and sustainability, Gornick is a mainstay in the community. Save Sag Harbor was formed in 2007 due to concerns that big box stores would take over and erode all that is lovely about the quaint and historic village. The church perhaps represents the apex of her work as a community activist, an expansive art center with challenging and enriching exhibitions and residencies, as well as a tribute to the many storied artists and other creative individuals who have been part and parcel to Sag Harbor's past and present. Sag Harbor could easily be called the unofficial Hamptons Arts District. On Main Street, there's the recently renovated Sag Harbor Cinema, which opened as a nonprofit cinema arts center after a fire ravaged it several years ago. Approaching the Long Wharf, you'll find the Bay Street Theater and Sag Harbor Center for the Arts, a professional theater that produces a season of high-end plays and musicals, as well as year-round performances of live music and other programming. There are at least eight art galleries open throughout Main Street and the surrounding streets at various times of the year. 
And then there's the stunning and staggeringly beautiful art center that Gornick and Fischel, her husband and fellow artist, spearheaded back in 2018. Gornick and Fischel have been members of the Sag Harbor community since 1985. Originally weekenders, after decades of digging into the art scene in New York City, they left and made the East End their permanent place of residence in 2004. As the years waned on, and the village became more popular with tourists and bold-faced names alike, and more old businesses disappeared from Main Street, they felt an ever-strengthening pull to maintain the village's charm. Sag Harbor has a lingering, rough-around-the-edges quality, says Gornick. It's harder and harder to see it. We're trying to be part of something that doesn't wreck what augments Sag Harbor. This manifests in the community-focused content the church provides, like having Lisa Field, whose family has owned the beloved Sag Harbor Variety Store for over 50 years, come and give a featured talk about being part of the fiber of Sag Harbor's past and present. Another vital aspect of the programming here is welcoming guest artists to engage with the community, like visiting mixed-media artist Sheila Pepe with her exhibit, Threading the Needle, curated by Chief Curator Sarah Cochran and Fischel. It was about human connection and fragility, says Gornick. People left that talk in tears. It made a deep impact both on those who came to listen to her speak and on Gornick herself. I learned from the shows. As a traditional painter, after that, I started to look at my own canvases differently, she says. A portion of the fiber art installation remained on loan from Pepe for many months afterward, hanging from the ceiling like a surreal, colorful fishing net, waiting to catch the thoughts and ideas of visitors. Other community-minded presentations bring in local artisans, like talented printmaker Sam Havens, who led several successful printmaking workshops. This place is really amazing, says Havens. Everybody has such a great time at the workshops. The church is a great thing to be part of. Palette to the people. Deconsecrated in 2004, the church was originally built in 1835 as a Methodist house of worship and was purchased by Gornick and Fischel in 2018. Only one section of the post-deconsecrated stained glass remains today, a stunning blue and purple piece which hangs above the front entrance. The stripped-down building was renovated by Skolnick Architecture and Design Partnership, and nearly every inch was renewed, although the building's sturdy old notch beams remain as a link to the past. The portraits of artists in the windows, sort of stations of the cross for the creative, were painted by Fischel. They include novelist Nelson Algren, choreographer George Balanchine, writer and civil rights activist, Olivia Ward Bushbanks, feminist icon Betty Friedan, activist and writer Langston Hughes, among many others. In another nod to the community, Fischel and Gornick etched the names of every worker involved in putting the building back together on a door on the ground floor's workspace, honoring both their time and work. A nonprofit, the church is about creativity of all kinds, says Gornick. We also wanted the church to be kind of an extension of what we thought was so cool about Sag Harbor, which is that it's resilient and creative. With that mission, she and Fischl didn't face community resistance with the project, 
largely thanks to her work helping to bring back the Sag Harbor Cinema after its fire several years ago, restoring it as a nonprofit movie theater with multiple screens, a rooftop lounge, and with programming that includes both art films and more mainstream movies. There was some trust there, Hornick says. When we hit the ground with this place, we said we wanted it to be fun and welcome everybody, which we did with the cinema too. But while the arts can sometimes be inaccessible to mainstream audiences for financial reasons or even shades of high art intimidation or opaqueness, Gornick wants the church to be for everyone. There's a library packed with books on art, artists, and other creatives for anyone to pull from the shelves, sit, and read. Artists are invited to explain their work. Admission is free to explore the art on display. The only thing that requires payment are the special events used to raise funds for the not-for-profit. Recent exhibits, like Handmade, combine a dovetailing duo of installations. One is the private guitar collection of musician G.E. Smith, which spans the early 19th century through today, including one glorious piece made from a beam that came from the church. The other exhibit is a collection of 31 bronze cast sculptures of artists' hands, like the sculptor Michel Okadoner and metal artist Jean-Pierre Riart from Vanessa Hobb and Thomas Donahue's American Artists' Hand Archive. New and exciting exhibits are planned for the near future. One in particular that began its run in February 2023 is Return to a Place by the Sea, a reprisal of an exhibit from the 1990s that focuses on the work of four powerful Black American artists, Nanette Carter, Gregory Coates, Alvin Loving, and Frank Wimberly, who are connected to Sag Harbor's Eastville neighborhood. This is what I want the church to be, says Gornick, a place that celebrates the good. <laughs>